0: And welcome to another episode of the Traveling Introvert Career Conversations. Today I have Danny Nichols on board to talk about, you know, stuff and things. Hi, Nick. Hi, Danny. How are you today?
1: Hi, I'm great. I'm so glad to be here.
0: <laughs> I was like, Nichols. I'm like, no, no, oh, not Nichols. All right. So um thank you for joining <laughs> me. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those episodes. So <laughs> my first question that I ask to everyone is, what does introversion mean to you?
1: Um, I think that it means uh, that you're comfortable with yourself and your own sort of internal guide and compass, um, not that extroverts aren't, but that you sort of maybe check in with yourself before you check in with other people, <laughs> that you're more um, kind of settled within yourself, perhaps, or that you sort of come back to yourself as the first sort of, um place to go if you're, if you're confused or looking for direction rather than going to other people
0: yeah. or looking to other people for validation, I should say. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you. So can you tell me a little bit about the work that you do right now?
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm a adaptive horsemanship instructor. Um, I've been doing that for about 15 years. Um, And I'm also an author. So um, I was a journalist. I went to journalism school for college. And um, I lost my job in publishing when uh, the 2008 crisis happened. And so I was looking for something else to do. I had grown up around horses, grew up on a ranch. And so I started doing adaptive horsemanship and now it's really neat because those two things have kind of come together. So I get to teach people about horses and kind of give people the therapeutic benefits of horses. And then I also just wrote a kid's book about the therapeutic benefits of horses. So it's really kind of full circle. (laughs) That is
0: wonderful. And I guess with, um, you know, you you said you went to went to college for journalism did you think that you'd end up marrying the horses and the journalism thing together?
1: You know, it's funny. I didn't at the time. I dreamed of going to New York or LA and, you know, doing a big city journalism career. In fact, my first job in journalism was at the LA Times. Um, So I really thought that that was going to be my path. Um, But when I look back at the stuff that I was writing in college and post-college, anything that was not a set assignment for some kind of story was about horses. It was about ranching. It was about horses. It was about all that lifestyle. And so I think it was always something that was in the back of my mind that I knew I probably, you know, I I guess uh, my internal compass knew I would come back to it, whether I did or not.
0: (laughs) Just keep nudging you every time. So um, can you tell me uh, journalism, can you tell me some misconceptions people, people might have about journalism?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, coming back to your topic about introversion, I think a lot of people assume that journalists have to be extroverted. They have to be very, you know, uh brave and, you know, sure of themselves, and never shy or anything like that. And most of the journalists that I've known over the years are tend to be quiet, tend to be more introverted. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't still be courageous (laughs) and still ask those tough questions and still, you know, um, be at home in any environment. Um, I think one of the hallmarks of journalism is a sense of curiosity. And, um, and so it's not about knowing everything or being completely competent in everything. It's being willing to have an open mind and ask good questions and, um, you know, kind of that, that sense of the world is much more interesting than we give it credit for, right? There's always multiple sides to every story.
0: Yeah, that is so true. And so what about some misconceptions people might have um, about the other role that you do with the horses?
1: Um, I think a lot of times, in some ways it's kind of similar, actually. I think people think that you have to be um, really athletic or or brave to be with horses, you know, and of course that you know horses are a sport, so um, that's a piece of it. But you know, I help people with all levels of abilities, um, you know, people who have all kinds of different challenges in their lives ride horses. Horses are available to all of us, no matter how capable we think we are, or Um, you know, our cognitive abilities, our physical abilities, it really doesn't matter, like horses will be there for us. And I think, you know, if more people were willing to kind of just give it a try, (laughs) I think they'd be surprised. And that was, that's what my book is about. It's about being courageous, even when you feel small or scared that, um, that there's always somebody there who can help, you know.
0: Is there a reason why you wrote a children's book?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, It's called Buzz the Not So Brave. um, And it's an embellished true story about my quarter horse, Buzz. (laughs) Uh, He really is not so brave. Um, And so in my story, he sees all these terrifying things on the ranch. He thinks he sees a snake. He thinks he sees a ghost. He thinks he sees a bear. And in reality, those things are just everyday items. The ghost is really just a tarp and the snake is really just a garden hose. Um, And so it's at the end of the book, he helps me work some cows, which he actually has done. Um, and it's about how, if we can support each other, if I can tell him, I believe in you, Buzz, we can do this together. Um, one of the lines in my book is together, we can go from not so brave to brave, just like Buzz. And so it's kind of helping kids to understand even, even though horses are so much bigger than us, a lot of times they have the same fears that we do. And if we work together, we show some compassion, we can have courage.
0: Yeah, I definitely get that. Like, yeah, the horse is big, especially to children. Like, I mean, there are smaller horses, but still, horses are, are huge. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and it probably doesn't help that we don't measure them the same way. Like, oh, is the horse like five foot two? No, it's like however many hands it is, and so it's it's hard to. Right. And yeah, uh, how big are your hands if you're a child? It's like a different thing. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Um. So with that, uh, that transition that you've been making right. and all the things that you're doing. Is there something that you've consistently been doing that's helped improve uh, your business or your career as time has gone on? Um,
1: I think the biggest thing is um, learning how to um, promote myself in a way that feels authentic to who I am. You know, there's so much talk now about you have to do these certain things on social media. You have to be this certain kind of person, you have to, you know, speak in a certain way or do these certain promotional things. And, um, I think for me, it's, I'm, I am a writer first. That has always been my first love. And so I have a Substack newsletter that I love that I put out, you know, once or twice a month, and that's a really good fit for me. I don't have to be, you know, dancing on TikTok every day. (laughs) That's just not my style. It is the style for so many people, but for me, that doesn't work. And so, um, Learning how to be authentic in the the promotional things that work for me, the ways that I can kind of be my best version of myself um, has has really worked and people respond to it. I think people can tell the difference between if you're just doing something because somebody told you to or if you're truly being your authentic self, you know.
0: With that in mind, how long did it take you to, like, figure that out?
1: (laughs) Forever. (laughs) Way too long. Um, Yeah, I... I spent many years because I, you know, like I said, I lost my job in publishing in 2009. And so um, then I worked as a corporate copywriter. I did um, freelance journalism work for many years. I did website writing. I've done so many things in this world um, of of publishing and and writing. And um, it took me a long time to figure out that, like, I really could just write my stories, (laughs) that that would be enough, that I didn't have to keep, you know, thinking that my stories weren't good enough, that I had to tell the stories of everyone else. And, you know, it really wasn't until the birth of my second child that I realized, like, it's good enough for me to tell my stories. People actually want to hear these stories. And so that was real freeing. You know, I think
0: becoming a mom had a lot to do with that. (laughs) Nice. That's great. And so that's stuff that you do regularly. Is there something that you say no to?
1: Yes. Um, yeah. So I work, I said, you know, I work as an adaptive horsemanship instructor and I only work part time. Um, I only work a day or two a week for the nonprofit um, that serves our community here for therapeutic horsemanship. Um, we do uh, physical therapy and occupational therapy and horseback. We do mental health. There's so many things we can do. And I'm sure, you know, in the nonprofit world, sometimes that can be a black hole. There's just endless things that you could do. You can always give more. You can always do more. Um, And I have learned that in order for me to be a good mom and a good writer and a good instructor, I have to be part-time. So I only work a day or two a week. Um, I help out when I can. If they need extra help, I'll try and show up. But I do say no sometimes because it's just, you can't do it all. And I find that it, it's too easy to burn out and I would rather have longevity than, you know, go hard and fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, sustainability is key. And so with that in mind, what is your favorite way to recharge?
1: Um. Well, obviously horses. <laughs> <laughs> I have three horses here at home. And so uh, I ride my horse. I spend time with my horses. Just getting outside is huge for me. Um, you know, even if it's just taking the kids for a walk down the road, that's huge. Um, and, you know, like I said, I'm a writer. So um, I, I really enjoy a good book. I really enjoy good storytelling. Um, so things like that, you know, good podcasts, good books, anything that's a good story is, is a great recharge for me.
0: Ooh. And so with the horses, you mentioned going out and riding them and taking care of them. Is that something you do all year round?
1: Yes, it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, actually next week we're my family and I are going to texas i'm I'm up for a book award in Texas next week, and I had to go. <laughs> Uh, try and find a house sitter. I was like, oh my gosh, we got to get people here. So it's definitely a commitment. You need people to stay at the house, take care of the horses every day, but it's worth it. It's worth it.
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're on your property, you don't like put them in stables or anything. Oh wow.
1: okay. Right, yes, no, they're here at home, which is great. I mean, they're I joke that we have horses in our backyard. so
0: <laughs> that is awesome. And so with the work that you do, what are some of the things that people that bring people no, okay let me let me rephrase that question people come to you to, for, for what they need to do other times that people have a misconception about what it's going to the, the situation is going to be and what's going to happen
1: mm. mm-hmm. yeah that happens a lot i think a lot of times people think that you know okay i'm gonna i'm gonna sign up for this horsemanship class or i'm gonna do this thing and then you know, it's going to be great. And I'm going to be so good at doing horses. And then like, I'm going to be an expert and I'm going to go. And I always have to remind people that this is a lifelong journey that I have been riding horses most of my life. This is something I'm obviously really passionate about. And I still feel like a learner. I still feel like, you know, I'm still going to clinics and, and asking my friends like, Hey, can you watch me ride? Can you tell me what I'm doing wrong? I think it's, you know, this is another place that horses and um, and being a journalist, being a writer kind of coincide because you're you're never really arrive. You're always learning. You're always growing. You're always kind of um, looking around the bend at what can I do differently? What can I do better? Um, and so it's you know, I, I have to remind people, don't don't be discouraged if you feel like you're not getting it right away. I haven't got it yet either, so that's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, so many people want everything right now to be perfect. And yeah, the expectations people have on themselves tend to be very high. Yeah. yeah. And so can you talk to me a little bit about your writing process?
1: Yeah. Um, so usually I start with an idea. Like when I um, wrote Buzz the Not So Brave, I started with this idea of our horses are so often afraid and kids are often afraid. So like, where's the overlap there? How can we teach kids that that they're, they can support their horse and their horse can support them, that this doesn't have to be a battle, that it could actually be a partnership. So I kind of started with that. And then as I went through the editorial process, um, my editors um, kind of chatted with me about, okay, we need to cut this down. We need, you know, it was too long in the beginning for the age group I was writing for. And then, you know, we kind of had to work and then I worked with my illustrator. Okay. what? What images of this are working and which ones are too hard to illustrate? Do we need to cut? Um, And so I think other people having input into your creative process is really important. At least it is for me. Um, I'm an essayist as well. I do a lot of that kind of work and sending something to my writer's group or to a couple of trusted friends, my husband to say like, is this working? Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? <laughs> Cause so often, you know, we're just communicating in a vacuum. And um, so I've I really found that the the input of other people is really, really crucial.
0: Yes. Um, uh, not enough can be said for having a peer group for different things. Um because pe- people view things from their own lens and some things sometimes you find out things you never would have thought about, or oh, I didn't mean that. I meant this other thing. Let me change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's super interesting. So, uh, surprise question time. And the surprise question is, in your opinion, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs>
1: that's a good one. Um, I don't think it's a sandwich. No, I don't think so. <laughs> All
0: right. You want to give any more info on that or you just want to leave it at like, I don't think so?
1: Um, Well here's the thing I'm gluten-free so I don't eat it with bread I just eat it on a plate with mustard and ketchup which is you know that's how it should be so that's kind of where I come down on it nice
0: okay (laughs) this this is good because I've had a vegetarian on I've had this is great this is this is wonderful (laughs) one person point blank was like I'm not answering that question I'm like okay so (laughs) (laughs) um can you let me know um not me. Can you let the audience know, my wonderful audience, where they can find out more about you and the work that you do and the book? Please tell them about that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So my website is Wrangler Danny. That's W-R-A-N-G-L-E-R-D-A-N-I, uh, like a horse wrangler, com. Um, and you can find Buzz the Not So Brave. Um, we're in quite a few independent bookstores. We're also on Amazon, um, or you can also buy it straight through my website. Um, and I also have a really cute little Instagram account where I just post funny videos of Buzz because he's such a character. Um, and that's at Buzz the Not So Brave on Instagram. So you can get on there and you'll watch him. And every now and then my kids make a little guest appearance. So... <laughs>
0: that is wonderful thank you so very much for sharing everything that you do it has been a delight speaking with you this is janice at thecareerintrovert.com helping you build your brand and get hired have a great rest of your week y'all